You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, hello. And uh, if you're a usual listener of our show, today's is just going to be structured a little bit differently because we just had the pleasure of interviewing Frank Caliendo. Yes, we did. And as many multiple personalities. Yes, indeed. Yes. And uh, so he just came in here. So what we want to do is play our interview with Frank first, and then we'll have our full regular show, which is awesome, that will air right after that. Many shenanigans ensue today. Absolutely. And uh, Frank is going to be at Helium Comedy Club right here in Portland, Oregon this weekend. So that's Tomorrow, October 18th and October 19th Two shows each day, 7.30 and 10 o'clock And you can go check him out there Getting tickets at heliumcomedy.com Awesome Alright, without further ado, here we go It's Frank Caliendo You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. That's so weird. Yeah. I'm still not even sure, but yeah, you just let him go. Just nibble it. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And as promised earlier, we are now joined by the world-famous actor, comedian, and impressionist, Mr. Frank Caliendo. What a treat, right? <laughs> world, world famous Lucky that- you guys today. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, was world famous good to throw in there? I didn't, you know. I yeah, thought that was I good. love lies. <laughs> oh no, it's the truth. You know, it did we do true. that in the proper order? Because we wanted to make sure the actor, comedian, impressionist is that the proper dancer. one. Dancer, dancer, dancer. Damn it! One? I heard myself less there, which was uh, actually better. No, I was actually adjusting it. I had. Uh, Greg likes to try I and be the loudest person. Oh, you, yes, that's <laughs> that's like exactly Carson it. sitting up above everybody. Yeah, I'll just turn <laughs> myself the radio. Up. So, guys, wow. tell me about yourself. Hakuna <laughs> Potato. <laughs> See, that's when I would throw in a Morgan Freeman. That's when I realized that Frank had nothing to do on this show at all. He would just listen to what the other people said, and that would be the way it worked. Well, Frank was going to sit there for a while. He wasn't sure what he was going to do, but eventually he'd leave, and everybody would talk about him and make fun of him. Well... That's just the way it was. It's your Frank. Get busy living, or you get busy. You can laugh. I, am, I, no, didn't, I didn't want to interrupt because that was. You're it was like I was brilliant. Hypnotized. Use the word brilliant. It no, was. I mean, it what? was world famous and brilliant. <laughs> is what I was like. I'm going to put that under the rest of the show. So constantly after after you're not here, under the rest of the show, that's what's going to be on there. Ah, there you go. Listening <laughs> to fun employment. That's the way it was, and that's the way it should be. Well. I gotta go take a tinkle. <laughs> Have you been doing your Morgan Freeman impression for a while? Uh, Is that a newer one? It's newer. It's like yeah. a few years old. But it's I started doing vines. You know. You, yeah. You've been. Have you been on the? Uh, I Nor- s- it was almost normal. Yeah. Hey, you been on the vine there? You ever done that there? The uh, the vine. You know, it's like those uh, six to second, seven second videos. You know. You, got? you ever been on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They just uh, kind of. Yeah. You know. They just kind of you know go through over and over. They loop there. You ever. You ever listen to that loop thing? So uh, I did see your Morgan Freeman vine where you were like building some world. It was some for Skyrim Mine, Minecraft or something. Yeah, it was Minecraft. Minecraft yeah. There, the first one was uh, opening up refrigerate. The first person kind of thing. It's on at Frank Caliendo. If you can't spell Caliendo, the uh, the letter C, the word alien, and the word do. So at Frank C <laughs> alien do. And it's like you see from what Morgan Freeman would see, like a lot of people do on Vine, but it's him narrating himself through things. So he opens up the refrigerator and he's like, and that's when he realized he had no milk for his cereal. 
And soon Morgan Freeman would be headed to the grocery store. So it's just simple every day. <laughs> so I'd like to imagine that's how he awesome. actually is, too. Oh, yeah. Don't you think he yeah. is? Narrating an entire life. Well, I have him narrate my act, because I used to say, explain everything as John Madden. You know, I'd circle stuff, be like, hey, that's the joke right there, and if you don't get it, boom, maybe I should write a better joke. But that's, uh, you know, that the whole point was to be, to write a, to do a bad joke so they would, so I could talk myself as John Madden more. So now I just narrate the jokes as Morgan Freeman. Like, and that's when they realized that Frank had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> and hopefully he would move to another voice. The Robin Williams theory of comedy. If you don't have a joke, just switch voice. Did you see that spit come out of my mouth? That was incredibly weird, wasn't it? Wow, thank goodness there's no censorship on here. Oh, we just had a money shop. Okay. Did I say shop? Is that shopping for money? It's a totally different thing. That's like Donald Trump on the side going, the most luxurious, fantastic thing in the history of the universe. See, that's what it is. Just switch from voice to voice. And that's when they realized that Frank really didn't have a way to do go about it. <laughs> Sometimes the voices don't come out the way you want them to. Hey, been there, done that. That's happened to me at times as well. All right. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. So is that is, when you were performing on stage? Because obviously, you know, you do this in life. Is it all like impressions? Is it still is it incorporating yeah, it's comedy? It's, yeah. You know, it's really I always when I was growing up, I'd watch these impressions and every. The, the, the people who did impressions were always so vaudevillian. It was like, and what if yeah. John Wayne was on the toilet? And you're like, uh, you know, how about you on the toilet? That Dennis Miller actually did a joke like that. He's uh, in a, uh, what was that, on his, in one of his specials. Um, he was like, uh, you know, how about uh, how about you cooking fries? You know, because there's somebody like, talking about Nicholson. Uh, what if Jack Nicholson worked as a fry cook? And he's like, one of the best uh, actors of our time working as a fry cook. Cook. He's like, how about you working as a Frank Cook? Chanchi. <laughs> we actually used to have a talking Steve Miller doll in the in the studio. Remember Steve Miller? No, or, excuse me, Steve, Steve Miller, Dennis Miller, the, the yeah. Dennis Miller band. Yeah, yeah. the Some Dennis Miller band. The space <laughs> cowboy. He just said you pushed a button on the back on his back and he said a lot of snarky things. I don't <laughs> yeah. even know. I, I think oh, it was found in like Goodwill. I think oh, Rick that, found yeah, it. Yeah, they had. I think he had that on Saturday Night Live once. Yeah, pulled the yeah pulled the thing and it says ridiculous stuff. Yeah, it was just a very. I mean, that's like Agnon Khashoggi. Exactly. Yeah, bunch of snarky comments. Actually, that disappeared though. Did somebody run off? I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a couple years. Around here, I couldn't see how that could happen. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) not. It's the weirdest building I've ever seen. I walked in. I'm like, what is is this? A a trailer park (laughs) (laughs) office building? I've never seen anything like this. It's like it's like you could it's like you could be here for a while and you'd be you working and all of a sudden they're like, we got to move this. (laughs) We're gonna have to take this uh, down the street. We got to does look mobile a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it isn't right. It's uh, not. not to the best of my knowledge. It doesn't help that our studio looks like a kill room. In a way, yeah. it does kind of look like a kill room. But I mean, this, it really, this desk gets a little Dexter. But this building is kind of full of like a mobile park, mobile you know home park of like businesses. Yeah, there's not one business that's like the other. Like yeah. there's us, and then next to us is like a private investigator. Then there's like some <laughs> yeah. people who like Man, make jewelry. Let's find a way for it all to work together. <laughs> that would all be your the, see. There's your reality show. It is. Is a uh, that would be <laughs> that would be great. I I was th- thrown off because you come in. It's all steel outside mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You know, and the plywood floors. Yeah. And then, but then you walk in. There's plywood floor, and then the walls are just yellow. <laughs> you're like this is artsy yeah. now. And it's just like I don't. Uh, yeah, it looks that's like, what threw us. Like the plywood floors were the thing that was like. Eh, yeah, but I don't know. If that's the thing that sold. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. I'm home. I just want to live here. Yeah, yeah, it did throw me off a little bit. Mm. Um, when you were, when you, when did you first True. start stand up? <laughs> Done. Sorry. Next question. <laughs> False. JFK conspiracy or not? Uh, Armageddon. 
Okay. Who shot right. first? No, go next. What, I'm sorry. Uh, Mark. All right. <laughs> um, when you Colonel first, Mustard. <laughs> when you first started off in stand-up, did you start off doing impressions, or did you start off doing doing straight-up stand-up comedy? Uh, just doing impressions. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's like being a catcher in baseball. You can move up the ranks faster. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, because nobody was doing it at the time when I started doing that kind of stuff. I was doing, like, Tony Danza, and I, hey, <laughs> yo, wait, you know. But we even cared about that guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> think oh, about this culture. Tony Danza. Had a talk show. Yeah, that's hey. right. He did. Hey, how's it going? It, it was the most ridiculous talk <laughs> oh show. Oh my like, god, I forgot about that. Oh, and he would break. He would talk about stuff everybody knew. It was the most simplistic. So uh, I'm going to talk into this microphone, and it's going to uh, move my voice to a lot of different people. And you're like, jeez, you're explaining <laughs> that to us. Wasn't okay, it called like Danza or something? Tap dance. Yeah, yeah. The Tony Dan. It was just Tony Dan. Oh show. god. Might have been. You know, he always plays a guy named Tony too. That's another thing. Yeah, it's not Tony stretch. too. Just Tony <laughs> as well. Yeah, always pretty much the exact same character. Always yeah. slightly aloof. Right. Yeah. Just a little bit lost. Yeah. And in love. Yeah. But <laughs> maybe I'll get angel. I mean, that was what, that was one of the things I used to do. Is like I talk about he he would uh, he would he would talk like this. Jonathan Sabita. Bona, and then somebody from the old neighborhood coming. Mrs. Rossini, like he suddenly turned yeah. to Luigi, <laughs> yeah. not from Super Mario, from the pizza place. But, yeah, man, there's a difference. Jeez, was, I was always like, oh, that's acting, man. <laughs> what a turn! Got to get in on that. Now, have you ever done an impression uh, for somebody or about someone that you've heard from them or from someone else that made them upset? Uh, Madden, John Madden didn't like me. Not Steve Madden, because that guy's <laughs> doing shoes. Uh, I don't even know if he has ears. Uh, I'm sure he does. But, uh, yeah, Madden didn't like me. I met him at the Super Bowl a few years ago in, um, in uh, Dallas. It was at the Four Seasons Hotel, which isn't important to the story. I just want you to know the kind of place I'm staying. <laughs> they set you up uh, pretty nice. Just yeah. slipping it in there, yeah. Somebody yeah. else. I, I double up on it when I'm paying Super Bowl. Is that eight. the kind of place that has, like, the robes in the room and stuff? They used to. Yeah. <laughs> Some I, people stole them. Yeah. The, well, yeah. I did. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I was staying. I was in L.A. and we live in Phoenix. Uh, my family and I, all of us, at the same time. Uh, and uh, so we're. My, I, I'm going to take a shower this morning, and I go, "Is there any shampoo in here?" And my wife's like, "Oh, I already took that." I'm like, "You're stealing the shampoo, <laughs> really? Before when did you, you turn even... into your grandma? <laughs> you open up her bag, and there's forks from the restaurant. Jeez, I do that. we're doing decently enough. Oh, <laughs> big thing of sugar packets and uh, you never ketchup. know when you'll need a spare fork. I respect your wife for that. Oh, she, I do kind of load up on forks if I go. And... She's just you, you. You can't take the ghetto out of the girl. She's from Cleveland, and. Uh, there's, I don't know. I, I just couldn't play. I'm like, I, I, you know I'm going to take a shower. You stole, steal it so I don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they think of that stuff. I mean, they, it's not like they don't have that stuff taken all the time. And once you use it, you can't use it anymore. But to pre-take it before we even leave, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's defeating the purpose a little. <laughs> yeah. Do it. But then, though, if they, they have to restock it the next day, so then you get another one. So I can kind of see that well, Even though there, the same. No, we're only there. We're leaving today. Oh, we're only there for one <laughs> night. All right. Yeah. No, well, never mind. So you just got in, right? Yeah, I just landed in, in Portland. They're still in L.A. Okay, uh, in the in the L.A. area because she's got a friend who moved out there uh, with her husband, who's in the Coast Guard. So they're just hanging out for right now. That's I wish cool. I was like cow-eyed so I could look at both of you at the same. I time. I know, right? We've been thinking back. about moving around the table. Yeah, maybe get a smaller table. <laughs> I know. We just have all this equipment. Make the room stuff. feel bigger. Yeah, it, it would do that. It, it is would be a little less, because when we have like killing. more than one guest, it's good. But I mean, at the same time, you oh, do have to right. do the do turning thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we used to have it turned the other way, and nobody can see this because you're listening to us. But we had it turned the other way, and it didn't really work as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, we'll have to we'll have to think about that or get mirrors no, so you no, can look I'm in one re- direction. I'm really terrible and see with both feng of us. Shui anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about that. Yeah, look at us. We're in a, a room covered in black, you know, black curtains. Yeah. Why did Why did you go with the black? Because curtains? underneath it, there's a lot of sleeping bags and stuff that we used for insulation. What? Oh, really? Yeah. That's our secret. That is our secret. So we have why, the fancy not, soundproofing on like the doors. We have the fancy soundproofing on the doors. But that stuff's and really us. expensive. Oh yeah. So and in the so corners we have it built into the corners, but so this is all the soundproofing, but uh, in the intermittent spots. Give me one second. Pretty good. Yep. Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> not good. too bad. And if you got a lot of friends staying over, we can just open up the walls. <laughs> it's true. Go. We could survive the apocalypse in here for a little while mm-hmm. with, with blankets. We've got water. We've got pretty secure doors. Yeah, I think we'd be all right in here. Slightly secure doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, slightly. Well, have yeah, you been secure. to Portland before? Yeah. Many times. Yeah. Yeah. I used to live here. No, no I didn't. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I love that you thought that. I, I did. Portland's a small enough place everyone surreal. would know that you have, Even if you lived here for like two weeks, everyone in Portland would be like, oh, yeah, Frank Kelly, I know he used to do He totally lived in Portland. Yeah, he lived here. He's from Portland. Yeah, uh, people from Portland no, will I claim anyone. You. I know. Uh, there's a lot of lies that I tell, too. Okay. Um, world famous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you were... All right, so... Is I'm like of, not even famous in a snow globe. All right, let me ask you this. Have you been to the White House? No. Is this a lie on the internet, or are you lying to me? Uh, I, I did uh, one the, of the, the uh, correspondence dinner. Dinners. Yeah, I did the congressional correspondence dinner, but they don't do that at the White House. Okay, but you were in Not front of Dick old... Cheney, just sitting there going. <laughs> <laughs> Was he like that in person? Yeah, yeah, like the penguin from Batman. Yeah, it's kind of what I, it's kind of what I would guess. That's one of those yeah. things that you just assume. I got him to tap great. dance. <laughs> no! Why do you guys believe so because much? Because we're gullible, because we're not used to somebody lying so much. Well, it happens. <laughs> I don't know, Frank. I'm sorry, you're throwing us off a I little go bit to here. The Pinocchio School of Comedy. <laughs> you guys think, don't you have comics in all the time? We do, yeah. Do you think they just come mm-hmm. in and truth tell? Yeah, no. No, lie. I would assume not. Well, I mean, because we do our research, but I mean, I didn't know that, you know, I mean, we do know that you're world famous. <laughs> yes, we had that down. Well, so far, so far, I, I'm sound like a jerk, but I kind of have. It's uh, okay. No, Just go with no, it. But, uh, so far, it seems like you looked on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. I'm just joking. I looked on that as well. I also went to frankcaliendo.com and checked out. A lot out. of lies there. No, and I did. Greg and I sat and we watched your show that's going to be coming out in the ESPN NFL Sunday where oh, you're the, impersonating the, we, the guy uh, the that John he knows. Gruden, John yeah, Gruden. Yeah, yeah Sarah doesn't know. I'm not going to pretend I know football. The, no, I'm the, not going to either. Yeah. The Gruden impression was spot on, though. Because she started playing it, and I was over here. I didn't even actually see it until I walked over there. Spot on. Yeah, that idea came from, if you're not a, a football, a big football fan, he's the Monday Night Football guy, the most positive guy on earth. Yeah. So a piano could fall on him, like they do in the cartoons. That would hurt us. A piano fell on him. He'd be like, I'll tell you what, man, that hurt a little bit, but it sounded pretty cool, and my sinuses are cleared, man. I'd go with the piano falling method over going over to some ear, nose, and throat doctor. What do they call those guys? ENTs, man? Ear, nose, and throat? That's tough, because the TH makes you think of something different than a T, man. Uh, Spot on. So, what I would, what I'd be curious though about Gruden is, have you met him before? I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Working down there, is he the kind of guy that would take that well, or would he? I think at, the, at first he didn't know how to take it, and then yeah. he met me, and it turned around. Because working uh, with uh, with all of those, uh, you know, the, they're all, all the so NFL NFL exactly. They're so serious. And, I would think they'd Fox, have a little bit of problem, and big egos too. Or, yeah, I, I mean, you would, that they're NFL coaches. I mean, it's just a different thing. They're looked up on to on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. So when I was at Fox, here's the difference. I was at Fox for almost ten years. I was there for like what nine years. So. Um, at Fox, it's like a magazine show. It's like a magazine. Uh, you open up, there's lots of pictures. It's goofy and silly, and you know, it's got more feature kind of story things, something like that. ESPN is like a newspaper. You go there, people are in cubicles everywhere. I had trouble saying cubicles. <laughs> uh, 
It's a lot of tons of research everywhere. I mean, it's just crazy. Everybody went to so uh, they research more than Wikipedia, right? Yeah, <laughs> they, they they created Wikipedia. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where you go in there and you're like, all these people went to like Syracuse for broadcasting, which is one of the top schools, and you know, yeah, graduated from the Tom Brokaw School of and you know engineering. I was going to say, which would have been <laughs> that really be stupid. Yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so that's it is a it's a different feel, but I you know, I mean I'm kind of like a clown everywhere I go. It's just you know people just gonna you know just shoo me away if they don't like it. But Gruden got I met him at the Super Bowl last year, and uh, he's like, so you're the guy that does me, huh, man? I'm like, yeah. He's like, where are you from? I'm like Sandusky, Ohio, which is where he's from. And he, like you doing it back to out. him, ask like, him. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so I. Uh, I'm talking to him for a little bit. He's like, what's that thing you said on the radio the other day? And I'm like, Ray Lewis, this guy's so good he could tackle people with his mind. He's like, that's a pretty good line, man. What's that? Uh, kind of reminds me of that show. Uh, this is him talking. I'm not making this up. What's that show? Uh, remember that show with the witch uh, back in like the 70s? Uh, Bewitched. It took him a, a minute to think of Bewitched <laughs> as the witch show. <laughs> yeah. uh, which was great. And he's like, uh, remember uh, when that uh, that lady, she would wiggle her nose and stuff would happen? That's kind of like what Ray Lewis is like. And I took up off from there. I was like, yeah, man. Remember that Endora? She wore too much makeup, man. And Dr. Bombay. I'll tell you what. I think that Ray Lewis went to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, man. I'll take a look at this guy. Look out for the dark arts, man, because something might happen for Severus Snape or something like that, man. I'll tell you what, that's a pretty good stuff right there. And once again, I had trouble swallowing in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> sometimes it happens, and sometimes it's awkward. You know what I mean? That's what you do. You just try to work it out. That's what I've been doing. The only sportscaster I know really well is Stephen A. Smith. Have you ever done yeah. an impression of him? Do you just yell a lot? No, I actually do the more subtle version of him. Uh, it's like he is. Uh, if you don't know who Stephen A. Smith is, he's another one you have to uh, can explain to people. Sometimes you've probably seen him. If you haven't seen him, uh, get a thesaurus and watch the first take on ESPN two. Because yes. this guy, he throws out words that I don't know if they're the right word or not. <laughs> and I'm not, not smart. I don't know. No, no, he always says it with such confidence. I'm so. completely incredulous to the entire situation. <laughs> it's like, like, they're like, do you agree with that? I completely, utterly, and quadrilaterally deny everything you just said. What does geometry have to do with yes. this? Yes. I'm trying to ascertain here what's going on, and it makes no sense. I'm flabbergasted. I completely, it's utter blasphemy. Hey, I created Skip a, I created a, uh, <laughs> All I picture is him screaming about the the dunk contest with LeBron James. Oh yeah, why, why is LeBron? LeBron oh, I'm not even going to Why try. is LeBron James afraid of the dunk contest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I created a character on on it's I don't I don't I do it as much as I should, but uh on uh, Twitter, Stephen A Smurf. <laughs> So I will just, be following that immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stephen A. Smurf and uh, what was the? I can't remember the line. And th- I like that is that is ridiculous, insane, and utterly Smurf posterous. <laughs> Stephen A. And Smith looks, and Smurf look at the Smurf. Puns, Get, yes. well, pull it up because okay. it looks like uh, it's it's at Stephen A. Smurf. And my Twitter feed. How many do you have? All of the parody accounts that you do? Because I noticed that there's like you know the not the real John Madden and no, that's not me. Okay, me. That's a friend of mine. Oh, cool. I met uh, online. That's it's funniest thing is he's got that picture of uh, his tweets are great. Um, He's got that picture of John Madden on a cell phone (laughs) as his as his uh, avatar. Uh, I'm at Frank Caliendo. If you can't spell Caliendo, it's the letter C, the word alien, and the word do. So at Frank C. Alien do. Follow. Follow him now. Oh, that's so much easier. So at, it's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, right? Yeah. Stephen A. Smurf. Yeah, I got it right here. 
Yeah, when we when we return to Smurf like take him? Smurf, it does look like him. That if I were to see Stephen A. Smith as a Smurf, that is spot on. I'm tired of living in a mushroom house. I tell you what, Gargamel trying to make my friends into gold. That's ridiculous. And Smurf posturous as well. That does look like Stephen A. Smith as a Smurf. He's another guy that I don't know how he would take a, an impression. Uh, the first time I met him, this, uh, I, I did a little bit for him like five years ago. Because he was he was at ESPN, and then he got his own show, and then it, I don't think it did very well, and then he kind of disappeared for a while, mm-hmm. and then he came back, and then he was, he, on first take, and he was bigger than he'd ever been. It was like the biggest he'd ever been. And I saw him, uh, I was over doing a shoot for Fox, and I was like, um, uh, he's like, Mr. Caliendo, do me a favor with all the impressions and impersonations. Don't ever, ever do me. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kind of... Evaporated. <laughs> just the smoke came just up and he. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. I, I could picture him throwing like a smoke bomb and then disappearing. I can see him yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. A little yeah. bit of a Joe Bluth, maybe. Just yeah. Warlock like. <laughs> Look out, Chris Angel. Here he comes. And when I say he, I mean myself in the third person. <gasps> he totally talks about himself in the third person. He has to. Do you talk about yourself in the third person? I wasn't sure. Say- Frank does. Yeah, <laughs> but in different voices. Yeah, yeah. John Madden thinks it's good. <laughs> what's uh, what's your Goldblum, favorite? Jeff Goldblum loves it. He does. He does. Very odd. Very weird. Why? 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 Why wouldn't uh, Jeff Goldblum enjoy saying the name Jeff Goldblum? I love that man. Very good. Yeah, it's <laughs> uncanny. Really I know you kind of drifted off somewhere right there. I guess I was looking. I wanted to, to separate. I wanted to see if it did, and it sounds welcome, exactly like welcome. Him. Yes, yes, yes. You were uh, uh, listening to the uh, uh, Fun Employment uh, uh, podcast. You are, you are, you are. And if you're not, then you probably can't hear this. Bam! There's I smiled and my mouth these, made a noise. I, like, do, see, I do these during the show, so I don't have to do them afterward. <laughs> I know this is perfect. Yeah, now we've, we've already got like two or three liners. There we go. This thing. Yeah, if, we're just gonna if you're not listening, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Will you do a Stephen A. Smith? If you're not listening to Fun and Poilent, if you're not listening to Fun and Poilent, I can't say it. If you're not listening to FunEmploymentRadio.com, let me say something. This is not a blasphemy. You really are a nibbler. Yeah, it's that's that my actual last that's name. That's your last name? Yeah, it's for real. When when I first went into uh, that's broadcasting. That's a really, really bad last name. <laughs> Other people have told me. Like, when I think <laughs> about all the things, that, all the names in the world that you could have. Like your name could be Jackass. Greg Jackass. That's better than Greg Nibbler. Take a bite. Think about if you're a blacksmith. Or a shoemaker. That's how you get your name. What in the world were the nibblers? Think about your family history for a second. This has been Family History with Charles Barkley. And now we're back. Talk about the nibbler. <laughs> Sounds like a bad character from a, from a McDonald's ad in 1975. <laughs> Look out for the nibbler. The nibbler's on his way, knuckleheads. The Hamburglar, Grimace, and the Nibbler. Mayor McCheese, look out. What's wrong? It's the Nibbler, Knucklehead. I forget what a weird last name it is because I never I hear it because I've heard it so long. Well, now. I had thought about changing it when I started in broadcasting. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to I'm just gonna use my actual name. How about name. this? Nibbler. You know. Doesn't that kind of sound Aryan Nation-ish, though? Every time I kind of. Nibbler. Nibbler. Yeah, it is. That, that really brings out the German. How about it. this? Bieber. 
Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Greg Bieber. Bieber. <laughs> See, you hit the beast. Bieber. Greg Bieber. Bieber, Bieber. Bieber and Dylan. My baby, oh. That's, uh, I once heard Charles Barkley doing, uh, this is real. Uh, true story, true story. Uh, this is, uh, it was in Tahoe performing a golf, t- a celebrity golf tournament. Because that's how I get invited to them is to work. And uh, you're dropping more things now too. Were you staying at a Four Seasons also? And then uh, no, so I don't even remember where it was. <laughs> <laughs> but the you know to see Charles Barkley doing karaoke is the wow, wow, just because a thriller, thriller night. Those zombies gonna eat you. What in the world? <laughs> just watching that. Like oh, it was, ter- it was really terrible. It was really bad. Uh, I would watch an entire show of just Charles Barkley singing karaoke. It's very funny. He's a gr- he's the greatest guy. I mean, yeah, super nice. Uh, the, the I I did an event for the Phoenix Suns a few months ago, and um, we'd set it up. We're in the dressing room before the show, and uh, he's like, "So what we're we gonna do?" I'm like, "Well, I'll go up because he's in the audience again. I'm working. I'm I'm up on stage. I'm like I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go up on stage. I'm gonna do a, a two or three minutes about you." 25 other minutes. Move your finger because it looks like you have a pretend mustache. And uh, I, can't, I can't look at you when you're... I'm sorry. Hello! I, I like I'm Sarah that. Dillon. I'm moving I my finger somewhere mustache. between man and woman. I have a mustache that's a finger. And I'm a lady. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> only thing... Like, Nibbler's happy because I'm not talking about his name. I know, exactly. right? See? Throw it over there. So... Um, and Parker's like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, I'm going to do a couple, a few minutes about you, 25 other minutes. I'll come back at the end and talk about you and then uh, do your voice again. And that's when you come up and make fun of me. He's like, that sounds perfect. That'll be really, really good. So I'm up on stage for a minute and a half. He's standing next to me. He's walked up there. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> and then he had this great line. He's like, don't you have anything better to do than sit around your house pretending to be me? And I looked at him. I was like, don't be ridiculous. He's like, that's ridiculous. I don't say ridiculous. I said, you just did. And I go ahead. He said, that's terrible. <laughs> Ridiculously terrible for a former athlete. That's where he took the vowels from terrible. He put them in athlete. An athlete that does make yes, sense. I yeah, heard that. The other guy's Bill Walton, uh, who played out here, right? Yes, yes he did. He did. Yeah. Incredible. That was terrible. That guy comes to like he's come to like three or four of my shows. Really, he's the greatest guy in the entire. Because I used to when I used to listen to Bill Walton, I told him this. I go. When he was, when I was younger and would listen, I'd be like, "Gosh, this guy is awful. He's just ridiculous." Oh yeah. And then you find out he's doing it on purpose, really, just to make people mad. And then you're like, "This is the greatest guy <laughs> in the history of Western civilization." Wow. So great of a guy. Yeah. I mean, he's so nice. Mr. Caliendo, how are you? I'm like, I'm going to care if I do some bits about you tonight. That would be incredible. I'm honored to be a part of it. Grab again and sit back and enjoy the earth as it rotates around the sun in this incredible system of solarness. You're like, oh, that's spot on. Yeah. Wow, you that could that would that would kill here in town. People love oh, yeah. their yeah, Bill forget, Walton. Oh yeah, Bill. Oh, Bill nobody forgets here. Well, it's the only <laughs> championship we ever had. Exactly. So. How great yeah. is that? <laughs> Bringing history full circle. There has never been a time better for any of us. A time where my beard didn't connect at any portion of my face. Looked like the third stage of the werewolf. As the moon comes out, a cloud goes across it, and suddenly, not unlike Bruce or David Banner, depending on the... Oh, I forgot what I was talking about. 
<laughs> I got fairly. I got off a plane. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, at least my name isn't Nimbler. <laughs> That's what I go to. You just That's default the go-to to for, from now on. Frank Leandro defaults to mean. I think angry. <laughs> angry. I Shut up, mis- Sarah. <laughs> and a little bit Jewish. <laughs> just a little Shut bit. up, Sarah. I'm tired of you. <laughs> He's silly so, when he gets off of planes. <laughs> so you're performing tomorrow night, Friday night, Friday, Friday and Saturday, October 18th, Saturday. Shows at 7:30 and 10 o'clock p.m. p.m. Post Meridian. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com, uh, Helium Comedy Club on 9th and Hawthorne. Have you performed there before? No, I have not. It's fantastic. I've it's heard. a great club, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is a sight to behold. True. Yes. It is It is worthy of talent such as yourself. Oh, yes. Good. Yes. Well, I've let people down before. <laughs> I don't know if they have robes for you when you get in there, though. <laughs> so you might That's have to ask. my wife's probably been there already. <laughs> <laughs> They're in her purse. It's cool. <laughs> and follow me on Twitter, at Frank Caliendo. Like I said, if you can't spell Caliendo, it's the letter C, the word alien, and the word do. And uh, that's the same with Vine. And everything I got is at Frank Kelly. And, uh, cool. And your website's updated no, frequently? No, it's from uh, 1940. Okay. From okay. 1940s <laughs> websites. It's, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, it's actually my website's in black and white. It is. Yeah. Uh, but it goes to color. goes to Technicolor in the middle of it when the house falls on the witch. Um, Thank you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was done a long time ago. No, you were. <laughs> no, this, this is awesome. awesome. Dude, all right. So, uh, yeah, go get your tickets. Go see Frank this weekend. Seriously, four different times. Go to all four shows. Go to all four. 7.30 and 10 o'clock, Friday mm-hmm. and, and Saturday. Can I keep all this four. card? You sure yes, can. Why absolutely. Why would I want this card? <laughs> because you want to stare <laughs> at it all the jerk. time. Yeah, that's And then true. if anything's going wrong in your was, life, you can look at my last name. You can use it to, like, clean your teeth with or something. nothing like that, either of you, though. That is us. Yeah. Well, there's silhouette. Well, that was us four years ago. Well, yeah, that may, we may need to update the... Uh, Man, you, you looked a lot tougher back then. <laughs> and you have aged gracefully. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, this has been the I Love Sarah show. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Me and my finger mustache. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank, you, thank you so much. Sure. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. We'll be back in a little bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There's a new boss in town. Oh boy. Somebody is taking over. Somebody is. You know what? You think that you can take to the streets and write on furniture and think you own our block? I don't think so. No. 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 Thick ass Judy doesn't take no for an answer. No. I love how you've embraced. That nickname now? Well, now since I know I'll never have to do it on my Twitter account again, like that was the worst thing ever. So now if yeah. we use it sparingly, I'm okay with it. Okay. I just don't, it, it doesn't need to be worn into the ground, but I'm saying if we need to pick out a gang name for something that is pretty much the be- best one. Okay. We well, you with. could be starting a whole war. We don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so Awesome that you do so. So fantastic. So you usually say fantastic. It. I switched up the words there. Wow, you're like you're such a wordsmith. Yeah, I know. Kind of. Kind of. Totally am. Um, but yes, thank you very much for tuning in. Of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe and subscribe to the live stream, which means you get to listen to our show live and all of the other fine, fine programming on this network. You get access to the live chat, access to the archives of exclusive content, all kinds of things. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Help support this studio and uh, maintain us having uh, amazing guests that come in and everything that happens. 
happens here. On the yes. Board. It's it's awesome. That would so be awesome. thank you for your support. But regardless, thanks for downloading the show. Mm-hmm. So we've got a bunch of stuff to get to here today, but we do need to we do need to reference something we were talking about yesterday. On yesterday's show. On yesterday's show. Which if you did listen, I hope you're listening in sequence because you, you'd probably be a little thrown off. Well you can But you we can, can always you can always just go back and listen. Yes. You can listen yeah. to yesterday's episode and mm-hmm. this will explain a lot. But we talked about where our studio is here, where the Fun Employment Radio Network studios are in southeast Portland. There it's it's in kind of the industrial area and there was a sofa that's a chair. A like so- a sofa chair, kind a sofa of. Sofa chair, yeah, a lounge chair. I don't know what you would properly call it. That has been I think it's a recliner. I don't know if that's a recliner though. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's squishy. Well, either way, okay. it has been sitting out there on the corner of this street for what we're estimating to be a, around two months. Around two months. and if, if not more, but we're giving it two months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is kind of the dumping area for a, lot, for a lot of people. And they left it out there on the corner. It's been sitting out in the rain this entire time until yesterday when we noticed that it had, in fact, been tagged. By somebody And uh, we've got a picture here in the live chat Or you can go to our Twitter page At Funamp Radio And you can scroll back and see the picture there Where someone had tagged it With what I can only vaguely try to understand As it says Igpain Igpain That's, That's up what for it debate. looked like There's up to, It's up for debate And now as far as exactly what it what it's trying to say Which that's a that's always amazing to me with graffiti artists. Like, why don't you make it the most obscure, unintelligible writing in unintelligible writing that you could ever possibly have? <laughs> you know, and then say, "Yeah, that's me." All right, so Great, I have the picture. Dude, I can't. I can't understand anything you just wrote. So I'm posting yesterday's picture that we took of Igpain written on this chair. Yes. Yesterday. So then Greg and I got to talking yesterday on the episode, and we were talking about how we didn't really like the fact that somebody decided that they're going to be tagging things in our neighborhood. They're going to be taking over the streets, and they're going to be so tough that they decided to start tagging furniture yes. left on street corners. I mean, next it's going to be broken down TVs. Yeah. Like maybe broken, you know, uh, like other different kind of like, you know, office chairs. They're trying to run this hood. They're trying to run this hood. Yeah, I mean, who knows? They could be showing up at our door. We have to pay a tithing to them. Mm-hmm. But no, that's not going to be happening because Sarah, a.k.a. Thick-Ass Judy, which is the name that I gave her for her juggalo name, is uh, is putting up a fight. Mm-hmm. She's putting up a fight against this by going out and re-tagging the sofa that's sitting outside. So we decided, we talked yesterday, we were like, okay, we're not going to, we're going to take it to the streets. Like, we're not going to be forced into, you know, to be somebody else's property. Yeah. We can force it to be our property. This is our block. Mm-hmm. This is a fun employment radio block. This is a thick-ass duty mm-hmm. block. This is a thick-ass duty block. So we decided today to take matters into our own hands, and we have now claimed the abandoned chair as our own. Yes, indeed. There we Sarah go. Sarah took a black marker, crossed out Igpain's tag, and wrote underneath thick ass Judy. I think I should have made the S's dollar signs. Oh, now that, I'm that would have been that. good. We might, when we leave, I might have to go down with the with the sharpie and make them dollar signs. I think that may need to happen. Mm-hmm. That may that may, may need to be what happens. So yes, we we took it to the streets. That's what we're doing. We sure did taking it to the streets yeah. because we're kind of we're kind of you know rough and tumble. Yeah, as, as Greg talked about, he even grew up on a gravel road. I grew so, up on I mean, gravel road. There's combines driving by all the time. You know, there's putting dust in the air. Messes yeah. with my asthma. All kinds of stuff. Totally had asthma problems because of it. I mean, that's oh, yeah. great. We had nutrias that would eat all the duck eggs down below in the pond. Oh, boy. That was a problem. Fucking nutrias, my mortal enemies. So so with that, though, I am I am so excited to see if Igpain does end up seeing this and gets gets upset about it. 
Because who the hell tags a sofa chair? Who the hell crosses out somebody else's tag and then puts their <laughs> tag on it? Did I maybe start a turf war? I think you might have. Because now there could be word out on the streets. There could be a there could be a hit out on Thick Ass Judy or someone looking for her. You know, whoever Thick Ass Judy is, this is gonna like be a be a mind warp for for these people. Oh my god! Because gosh. they don't even know. They don't know what's going on. They're like, wait a minute. That's going to be my thing. Thick ass Judy claims all the furniture on the street corners. Yeah, you that's start mine. Start tagging all of it. That's mine because I will never ruin anybody else's property. However, if it's an abandoned piece of furniture, it's an abandoned piece of furniture that's been out there for for mm-hmm. a couple of months. So I think uh, I think yeah I think that basically you're you've started a trend here and you could be starting an entire turf war. It could be pretty vicious. I can think? only imagine the person right, that because tags... I, I like doing things like funny haha, but I don't really want to poke the turf war bear. The person that tags a sofa chair that's with been a, with, abandoned on the side of the, the way, street... By the way, with a fabric marker. Yeah, that's I'm a not, fabric... I'm not afraid of somebody with a fabric marker. I'm not too worried about them. I'm not too worried about Igpain and whatever whatever's going on in Igpain's life. Don't feel too threatened by that. Okay. I mean, maybe we should be. Maybe we should be a little more, a little more uh, nervous about it. But that's why we didn't put Fun Employment Radio on it. Yeah, it's just Thick Ass Judy. Thick Ass Judy. Yeah, she's her own entity. Yeah, she has her own people. Thick Ass Judy is the the queen boss around here. Mm-hmm. Yep, boss lady. She is the boss lady. Yep, aka the clown juicer. So yeah, Thick Ass Judy no. is now has now tagged it. We don't know what we've started. We're going to do our best to keep you guys informed. Thankfully, we have a very barricaded studio here. The it's this thick doors, good locks. Um, and it's secured entrance, so I think we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But we may have to hole up in here if it, if we look outside. Well, remember that one time when those bank robbery suspects were around our area on our turf as well? Yeah, that got it's, into the building. Yeah, sometimes it gets a little rough and tumble around here. It's good to did I lock the door. Oh, yeah, the doors yeah. are locked. Sorry. Security's pretty amazing, too, because they got into the building and we're hiding in here. Yeah. So, <laughs> obviously very secure. Very secure facility yes. that we have here. Uh, so... I I don't know. We, you never know. If we look outside, there could be... Uh, there, there, Keelan's just saying he just won't stop complimenting us on how tough we sound. Yeah, I know. And how amazing it is that we're taking it to the streets. To well, be he grew to up in Michigan, up. you know, right there by Detroit. So that's so. pretty similar to our upbringing, you know, like me on Whidbey Island in Washington, you mm-hmm. in the country and Oregon State. Yeah, when I watched um, 8 Mile, you know, the Eminem movie about uh, about his rough Do you and almost life? feel like it's like your life? It's very similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, minus the uh, mom with an extra boyfriend, and sure. I did have a, I do have a father in my life, and you know, and and we had so a minus house basically the entire and plot had, and storyline. It's all it's exactly minus that. It's very similar. Yeah, I did hang out in a parking lot. Yes, we we would go to Marketplace and hang out there. Oh, so, I used to hang out in a Burger King parking lot. Yeah, that was where that was that was our jam. That yeah, was where we hung out. Yeah, we'd go to the Dairy Queen for lunch. You know, <laughs> so it was it was very very similar. Was your nickname Rabbit? Uh, no, my nickname wasn't Rabbit. It was it was mostly Nibs. Okay, Nibs. nibs yeah, Greg Nog. Yeah, lots of lots of tough sounding. I was called, like, I was called Pony for a while. There you go, and Cockroach. Well, Cockroach was the one cockroach. I wanted. Yeah, Cockroach probably probably would be my rapping name. You know, which uh, it probably would be that. Although, uh, yeah, I was called Pony for a little while because I was small like a pony keg. So there was that. Wow. That one, that one didn't last very long. Wow. Yeah. I was also called G-Unit before anybody knew what G-Unit was. Before Fitty Cent. So basically... Don't fi- say... I wish... Just say it in your... Say, say the basically thing. Basically, Fitty Cent owes Stop me... Stop saying Fitty. Owes me... Stop it. He owes me uh, perhaps a little bit of uh, restitution because of the fact that uh, I was called G-Unit in college before... <laughs> He was out there uh, publicly. Oh yeah, uh, Asa suggesting Greg that you should uh, your name should be Nibs with a dollar sign. Oh yeah, or Swish with two dollar signs. Oh so yeah, assuming, yeah. I got a lot of nicknames. 
You do well. I mean, your name, your last name, just screams nickname. Yeah. I mean, because your last name sounds fake. It does. Actually, when I when I met the uh, the new roommate the other day, he he was like, "Wait a minute, that really is your last name." It's like that's that's your last name. Your last name is Nibbler. I'm like, yep, it's that's it. And when I went, I had an audition. Um, was that yesterday or the day before? Oh, I don't know. It's every day. Blah, blah, blah. I've had three or four auditions actually in the mm-hmm. last uh, few days. Uh, I went to one and I handed them my my headshot and my resume, and so it's in front of the director and the whoever his assistant was and some other girl. But the girl's reading it and she's like, "How do you say your last name?" I'm like, "No, it's it's Nibbler, just like it is." She's like. Okay, I was I didn't want to say it wrong. I thought maybe it was Nibbler or Nibbler. I'm like, no, it's Nibbler. Yeah. It's, you can say it. It's okay. It's not embarrassing. I'm all right with I'm it. I'm okay with it. I've had it my entire <laughs> life. It's all right. I'm not going to be embarrassed. You know, life has thrown you a lot of things to where you should just be a total dickhead, and you're like the nicest person. Because look, Greg's small. He has last name Nibbler. Like things could have gone. He could have gone like angry man syndrome. It could have gone the wrong way. It could have gone the wrong way. Yeah. Like I know, yeah, I know lots of little angry men who there just are, decide. I hate that. Don't you hate that because it like gives you it because yeah. then it feels like it's stereotyping all small guys. Oh no, the worst thing ever is uh, dudes with short man syndrome, and it's like guys just get over it. You're short. It's okay. It's okay to be short. Yeah, it's you don't not, need to be so angry. No, no. I mean, and and I've always been the the little guy. I mean, maybe there's some like short guys now that they were tall when they were in like grade school, mm-hmm. and everybody caught up and passed them. The only time I ever got mad about being short was when my brother passed me in height because when we were the same height, everybody thought we were twins. And as a you know seven year old, you don't want to be the same height as your five year old brother <laughs> and have everybody call you twins. That wasn't cool. But that was just because of that. So. Yeah, I, I, dudes with short man syndrome, it drives me insane. Yeah. It gives us all a bad name. It does. And I hate it when people accuse me of that because I'm like, dude, I so do not have It's just like syndrome. bicyclists who are shitty and don't pay attention to the roads. Mm-hmm. But then they make, like, everyone assumes because you're like, oh, I rode my bike. They're like, oh, you're an asshole who doesn't follow the rules. Like, no, I do. But it's the ones that aren't following the rules that make us mm-hmm. all look like shit. Yeah, they make everybody look bad. Mm-hmm. So short guys, get over it. Come on, unite. <laughs> short, short, shorties stick together. Short pride. Short people of the world unite and take over. Yep. You don't even know. Oh, you just, short you just, no, I know. I know what that is. You just said yes to a, uh, a lyric from a band that you hate. What one is it? The Smiths. Oh, God. The Smiths just. But it kind of it works. Short people of the world, shoplifters of the world, unite and take over. Short people of the world, unite and take over. The reason I hate the Smiths is because Morrissey is the sappiest motherfucker ever. He just drives me insane. Oh, he's just like the definition of a cunt. Yeah, yeah. If you were to apply that. I love the Smiths, but he is the most temperamental guy. I love it. I still listen. I was actually, um, I went for a yog today, and I was listening to my Smith's uh, radio station. Oh. Yeah. Well, look at you. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry, because I know you weren't, you've spent uh, the morning not feeling so well. Well, it's true. Yeah. Did you spend your entire uh, jog, like, crying and softly weeping to yourself? No, but today, because it's kind of. And staring off in the distance and thinking about how much, how much more you feel than everyone else around you. Yeah, I feel so much more strong. uh, I feel so stronger. All these, all these sheep around you. Well, because I like to coordinate what I'm listening to, you know, when I'm yogging with my, with, like, what the atmosphere is like outside. And so it was, like, a little overcast today. It was a little foggy, and so I was listening. I was flipping between the Smiths uh, station and the Cure station. Oh my God! Were you? I, I hope you weren't running near any bridges. And I if mean, a double decker ball <laughs> crashes in, so if you ever us. see Sarah running through the park bawling, now you know what. Now you know why that is. I love it. No, you have to like match your. You have to match the music you're listening to with the mood that you're in. That is very important. 
Some the days I listen to nineties hip hop. Some days I listen to the No Effects Station. You just gotta you gotta go with your vibe for the day. Oh my god. You could not sound more white. Mm-hmm. I think you've topped the whiteness. The whiteness on this show just went up. Nobody's whiter than Scott Daly. Come on. Well, nobody's whiter than Scott Daly. Yeah. We all know that. But I mean, you, you're, you're getting, you're getting there. Getting pretty close. I'm getting you're in getting Daly territory. You're getting up there. Okay. Yes. But yeah, you were talking about how I'm not feeling good. So I will explain this. I, uh, I think I had a bad burrito yesterday. <laughs> oh God. Got a burrito. That is like a hor. Those are two words that are horrible together. Yeah. Bad and burrito. Yeah, I I ate a burrito late yesterday afternoon, and about an hour later, stomach kind of hurt a little bit, but I've also been stressed out, so I thought, well, maybe that's just stress. You know, maybe that's just something else. And uh, ended up going over to Ryan's house, former roommate Ryan, owner of Walter, which New Adventures of Walter are on their way, just so everybody knows. Uh, went over to, to Ryan's house, which he's had now for a few months, and, and hung out with him for a while. We hadn't, we hadn't hung out for a bit. So. You guys had some, some male bonding. Had some male bonding, had a little bit of scotch. He That's made some good. dinner. And, uh, while and it is there. male bonding, scotch and, and, men and dudes hanging out. And a dog. And a dog. Got to see Walter. Walter's doing fantastic for oh, anybody that's so good. who's concerned. Walter the dog. Oh. And he, uh, yeah, actually, he's doing, Walter was doing great. He was, like, running around in the backyard chasing a frisbee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He was, like, a real dog? Yeah, he was acting like a real dog. That's kinda, crazy. Yeah, he wasn't running away and cowering and hiding in a corner. So it was, uh, <laughs> it was there's some things in the live chat that just threw me off. Yeah. Usually I ignore that stuff. <laughs> no, Edward, no. No, we, we, were, we were drinking scotch, annoying his girlfriend. And, uh, and anyway, I, throughout it all, my stomach was kind of sore. Like, it, it just kind of had a little, little pain in it. That's another horrible stomach, sore stomach. Okay. Yeah. Bad burrito and sore stomach are, like, two things that, no, no, no. All right, so let's, yeah. move, let's move forward. So, moving forward, go home, reasonable hour. I'm home by, like, by 10 or quarter to 9 or something like that, and uh, get ready to go to bed. Big day tomorrow. Wake up at about 1 in the morning. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, I, it's one of those things where you just wake up and you know something's wrong, and I woke up and Something's like, amiss. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! What's going <gasps> oh, on? And no. let me say this too: like I had, I had two glasses of scotch over the course of like four hours that I was scotch, over there. So, scotch. so it wasn't like I was, I was hammered or anything like that. It was, uh, so it wasn't an excessive amount of scotch. No, it wasn't an excessive amount. Okay. And I'm just sitting there laying on my side, and I'm like, oh, oh, this isn't good. Uh oh. Oh no! Oh, when you're doing the self talk and you're like, "Up, oh, mm, mm, no, and no. I won't go into too many details. Don't go into any details. I think we all know exactly where this goes. Well, I don't. Uh, I I don't throw up too often. Had to go downstairs and um, got into a, a wonderful half hour, forty five <gasps> minutes in the bathroom. Oh, one of those kinds of things. No, we'll like leave it at that. Poisoning. I think. Uh, I think that stupid burrito. That we've Did you have a little bit of the day. burrito when you got home? Yeah, I had a little more when I got home because I didn't eat it all. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm still hungry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think that thing kind of gave me a little bit of a little bit of problem. So oh, that no. was my night. That was my night. And so, uh, Greg, that's OK. So that explains why, Greg, like when I came in today, I'm just like, like I got a ton of sleep and I'm like over caffeinated. I'm like, yeah, we had all these awesome meetings this morning. Yeah, which was great, but uh, but you know, Greg wasn't feeling well because usually he's he's more bright eyed and bushy tailed than I am. Yeah, when I show up, usually I'm like, make coffee, and today he just did not look like he was feeling well. No, are you feeling better now? I'm feeling better, but I'm not 100. percent So I'm just gonna say that, throw it out there. Right, I'm getting, asking, I'm getting was better. It a, was it a food cart or a restaurant? Uh, yeah. Well, no, it was it was a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
It yep. was just being questioned where it was. Or oh, was it gotcha. a restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you, I'm not going to say where it was. No. 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 I don't want to. I don't want to do that because uh, I'll tell you off there. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell somebody off there if they want to. They want to know. Okay. Um, yeah. Ryan is saying, <laughs> or, or Aaron saying, may Ryan is simply enacting his long-term revenge for truck nuts. No. He is a believer in the long con. Aaron is true about that. Yes. I don't think that's what it was. It wasn't anything of his because it was happening before I even went over there. I just ignored it, and then uh, you know, glass of scotch kind of masked it a little bit. Yeah. Scotchy, and then scotch, when you scotch. get home, scotchy, scotchy, scotch, 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 scotch. But then when you get home, of course, a burrito sounds delicious. Yes. Yeah, mm. it sounded delicious. So did somebody learn their late night burrito lesson? I think so. Well, I learned where I'm not going to be getting a burrito from for a long time. Mm. I won't be doing that for a while. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, that was part of it. Uh, but this, this, talking to Ryan, though, since uh, his former roommate, Ryan, I did you know, ta- tell him how you know I've got a new roommate moving in and all that stuff. And... I talked about something that I haven't really discussed with you too much, although you are aware of what I'm I talking about. I am aware about. of it. I, I know what you're talking about, but I have not, I, I'm not fully aware of what this is. So I brought this up on Monday about how I had put a Craigslist post up looking for, looking for a roommate. You know, I don't say my name on it or anything like that. Just kind of describing what the house is. Very simple. Like two guys, uh, you know, because David's still going to be living there. Um, the three-legged cat mm-hmm. and a brief description of what the two of us do without going into too many details and just throw it out there. I probably got... You know, I should just tally it up, but I would I would say fifty to sixty Craigslist responses. Oh, I'm sure because every time when we'd be doing something like Greg's phone would keep going off. He's like, ba-ding, ba-ding. I'm, yeah. like oh, it's another response. It's another response. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? I'm okay. Oh, I'm, right. he's, oh. I'm powering through. Okay. I'm all right. I'll talk to impression. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. okay. Uh, so, so uh, you know, and ninety percent of them were just completely. Weird, weird emails or people looking to move in, moving an entire room, family, an in entire family for the price of it, one room. For the price of one room, and it's like, no, no, this, none of this is going to happen. And there were several that were like that. And it's like, yeah, I appreciate you're looking for a place. You need to find something else. That's this the just deal of the work. century. If like six people want to move into one yeah, room into for the price room. of the room, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, it's like, great. No. <laughs> cool. Sure, I'll live with your seven year old. Like, no, no. Um, <laughs> but that's just part of them. The main one, though, that I've had so many people, I've I've never had so many people request, like, privately for me to forward over an email, uh, a Craigslist email as this. So the response that I got, and I'm not getting, going to say this woman's name. Okay. This was, I, I have never met her. She has never met me. She doesn't know my name. But she sent the longest letter I have ever received. Full of very odd things, including, as we talked about on Monday, a discussion of shadow emotions, um, the Quaker thing, and then a long list of demands, basically, of what she's looking for. And I realized we didn't actually read this entire thing. I just cherry picked a couple. Yeah, because of them. I was mad because I remember you showed me some parts of the of this girl's email, and I'm just like, you've got to. And I know that you want to talk about it on Monday, but I'm like, I want to read this girl's email more than anything I want to read it on the air because the parts that I saw were chock full of so much crazy yeah that it was the best thing ever and as soon as you showed it to me I'm like alright I don't want to see the rest of it which I still haven't read the whole thing but you sent it to me yeah I, I did I forwarded it over to you and so I thought maybe you know maybe since this is a woman who wrote this and again without saying her name but I mean, this is a public post she sent out, so it's like, hey, I don't feel too bad. And she sent. And honestly, I'm looking at this right now. She sent you her personal like Facebook page. You're a stranger. She doesn't even know who you're sending it to. Stranger. Um, I will say, uh, don't don't read those addresses. There's a couple of addresses that are referencing gotcha. things. Okay. Yeah, don't read those. Maybe not the specific names of the places. Okay. But it, that that's irrelevant for the most part to what what else is going on. 
Okay. Maybe we could have Sarah read this in the form of what this woman's voice would probably sound like. Okay, see, and that's... Okay, I don't know how to talk like somebody who is like this. So I'm I'm scanning over this. Because, Greg, you were the the actor. Yes. So I would say in this voice, to, to, to capture the character... Well, first we need some some hippie music in the background, right? Yeah, we'll need some hippie okay. music if you're going to read this. So you're going to read the entire thing, dude. It's not that long. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, I'm looking at say, uh, I'm look, reading this right now, and I don't really see anything that I'd like to take out. Okay, just There's, drop the names of the places. Though. Drop the names of the places and the and the addresses. Yes, drop those so I don't get an angry group of uh, hippies coming after me. Um, otherwise, I'd say go for it. Go for it. The rest of it's. <laughs> This is exactly the kind of music I, sh- I could picture. This is called Chinese bamboo flute yoga meditation natural sound relaxation relaxation music. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is perfect. This is perfect. Now, I would say so. So to get and by the way, let's of- also say this again. Greg forwarded me the exact email. This has oh, not yeah. been altered. The only thing that will be altered is the the locations and the names of the businesses. Yeah, just drop the locations. I'm and dropping the names. those. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, everything's yeah, everything's exactly as it so, was. Okay, so for this other person, I'm looking at her. She seems quite pretentious. Um, yes, I don't. Now you have to picture yourself like okay. like the like what? Okay, like yoga soccer mom style, almost soccer. maybe not soccer mom. Take so, up, okay, remove soccer. the soccer mom. Okay, because she probably because soccer's probably too violent. Probably, yeah. And this isn't anything against yoga. There's a lot of people that practice yoga, but you know the yoga people. Yeah, it's not like somebody who does yoga. It's the yoga person. That likes to tell everyone about how wonderful the life is because they're doing yoga. Yeah, Yeah, one of those people. Okay. And get in that attitude. Get in also the attitude that you think you are... That I'm better than you? Well, no, you... Secretly My lifestyle think choices that. are better than you. Your lifestyle okay. choices are better than anyone's. You've loved and lost and learned through life, and you're very wise. Nobody for your can age. ever question my inner strength. No, I have your nothing inner to strength, prove to anybody. Ever. You have nothing to prove to anyone, but you also uh, believe you say that everyone's equal and it's just about love. But really, you you're better than everyone, and you want to tell everyone what to do. You're secretly pretty bossy, <sighs> which is how these women are. So so snooty but centered. S- okay, yes, yeah, snooty but centered. I don't, okay, like like secretly snooty. Okay, I don't know if I've given you too much description. Do you understand what I'm going for? I can I can try to sum it back up again. Okay, well here, wait. Why don't I practice the first? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Hello there. I'm writing in response to the ad you posted on Craigslist. Uh, too bitchy. Too bitchy. Yep. No, it's a secret bitchiness. She thinks. So she's just she's oh she's one with the universe. She's one with the universe, and she thinks everyone. Probably loves her because she's so such an amazing person. But she thinks she's nice to everyone. Secretly, but she's not. But she's yeah, secretly she's, judging she's, she's being a bitch and judging everyone. Hello there. I'm writing in response to the ad you posted on Craigslist. First off, let me tell you a little bit about myself and my current life situation. Okay, maybe I thought a that more. was good. First off, let me tell you a little bit about myself and my current <gasps> okay. life situation. First off, let me tell you a little bit about myself and my current life situation. Because I would be so interested in her life situation. Okay. Because, you know, it's very fascinating, the life she leads. Okay. Am I continuing? Yes. I'm a 30-year-old female LMT with a successful private practice in Portland, as well as one in Newburgh, where I moved this past year to be near my family. I'm kind, conscientious, neat, aware of my surroundings, flexible, and sincere in my communication. 
I'm very active at my meetings that I'm not going to name. This year, my intention is to enroll in yoga teacher training and focus a lot of energy on my massage therapy business in Portland. I love riding my bicycle and connecting deeply with friends, strangers, Mother Earth, and everything around me. I'm hoping to get more involved with the co-op once I move back to Portland. I've been a member for a couple years and recently started getting more involved doing yoga there once a week, and I played a gig at Farmer's Market, but I'd also like to start a regular volunteer shift there. I'm a singer-slash-songwriter. I don't write a ton of songs, but I do write a few and I've done some recording. I mainly do obscure cover songs and also sing harmonies with other musicians. I play the marimba and mandolin in a couple different bands. I love to eat healthy food, organic when possible, no meat ever unless it was raised and slaughtered with the deep intention and reverence for the life of the animal. I try to stay away from gluten and sugar as much as possible. I do not smoke anything, and I only occasionally drink alcohol. And be a little slower. My ideal living situation would include the following. A sense of community with housemates who welcome and practice honest and vulnerable communication and who also have a maturity and depth that allows for independent growth and processing of emotions, including shadow emotions. A comfortable, humble space to host guests for musical gatherings or committee meetings, maybe even a space to provide overnight hospitality on occasion to musicians or Quakers traveling through the area, other friends, etc., For my bedroom, I require lots of light, and I would like light preferably throughout the entire house. I would also desire a kitchen that provides ample space to store and prepare food, even the occasional large food project, without having to move a whole bunch of stuff out of the way. I desire a clean and bright living space that inspires tidiness, where chores are completed with a sense of love and respect. I also would like sound privacy so I can play music or chant or talk on the phone or cry or watch a movie without disrupting everyone in the house. (laughs) I also require a sense of ownership and inclusion in the management of my living space and energetic openness that makes space for my needs. I really would love to be involved with the cultivation of a garden. Although I currently struggle with knee and back pain and try to save as much of my body energy as possible for this massage business, I would most likely be able to contribute in a non-labor-intensive kind of way. But having living things in and around the house is so very important to me. I would also desire options for a potential dog and or sweet, snuggly cat someday in the near future. I would love to meet you and feel your energies and see if I would be a good fit in your house. Thank you for taking the time to read all the way through this. I look forward to our energies connecting in person. (laughs) Holy shit, how did she not become your roommate? I love that she wants a place to she go She wants a cry. garden, but she wants a place to cry, and she wants a garden, but she's like, I'm not going to do any work in the garden, but I like to be around living things. Nope, she wants to boss somebody around to make a garden. She oh wants a place God. where she can cry without disrupting everyone in the house. How often and loud are you crying? How often and loud is she chanting or crying? Yeah. The chanting was what really got me over the crying. <laughs> 
Don't you think she'd be a perfect match for the house with uh, with David? And oh, her? I think that her and David might be soulmates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Or her and you might be soulmates. I'm sorry. We Greg. could be. Yeah, her and I. I think obviously. You just need to meet her to connect your energies. Make your writer be like, girl. I already found another roommate, but I just read what you talk about, and we're, we're on the same page. Let's chant and cry together. Bean says, our energy is connecting equals the sex. That, that could be. <gasps> Basically, my impression was of this is she wants to have the some, sex? Was she? Is that what she was offering? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, maybe I should have responded. Maybe you should have. Yeah, let's see if our uh, energies and whatnot uh, connect uh, and all that business. <laughs> I should have responded. I mean, I want right, to. I, I don't want to mess with the girl. Okay. I don't want to mess with her. I, I know you maybe talked about this on Monday, but what, what's a Quaker? Um, Aren't Quakers the ones that wear bonnets and dress like pilgrims and they make oats? I we did talk about it, and I don't know if we. Doesn't did you ever get to the bottom of what a Quaker is? Because I'm sorry, I, I just don't know. Because actually, I run by a place that's a Quaker um, place. And Quakers are members of a family of religious. Malu- of religious movements collectively known as the Religious Society of Friends. Friends' central doc- doctrine is the priesthood of all believers, a doctrine derived from a verse in the New Testament. So it's some kind of religious hippie thing. Okay. That's basically what I'm understanding. They include those with evangelical, holiness, liberal, and traditional conservative Quaker understandings of Christianity. Okay. So yeah, I believe it is... So there's uh, a spot for everybody in Quaker living. Yeah. Except for, you know, if you have a huge list of things that you desire from a room that you're trying to rent in a house somebody else owns. Yeah, girl. How pretentious is that? You can have all of those things when you buy your own home. Buy your own home. I need to have plenty of light. Oh, my God. A kitchen with a whole ton of room so I can make huge messes. Mm-hmm. And, and a clean and bright living space that inspires tidiness. So basically, she's also saying she doesn't want to clean up after herself. She wants a garden, but doesn't want to grow it. Yeah. She wants light, and but she doesn't want to share it with you because she wants to shut herself in her room and cry and chant all the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she wants to talk about her shadow emotions. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there we go. Oh, Jesus. Well, I know we already went to like a literal world of crazy, but do you want to go to my world of crazy? Yes. Because I do have an update, actually, from a Portland, uh, actually, an Oregon story. From something from a few months ago that we talked about. Fantastic. (laughs) Hello, my friends. I'm just dancing to the music. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, First up, here's an update. Dateline Medford, Oregon. Now, Greg, you might remember this story from a few months back. A couple who was arrested after engaging in oral sex on a flight from Medford, Oregon to Las Vegas has pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct and were each fined 250 American dollars. That's the guy who owns the winery or whatever? That is the guy. Well, not anymore. Uh, So it is being reported that Christopher Martin of Las Vegas and Jessica Strobel of Medford, Oregon were not required to attend the hearing in federal court this past Wednesday in Las Vegas. Uh, The pair were initially charged with lewd, indecent, and obscene acts on an airplane for their behavior on the June 21st flight. But this is the one, if I remember correctly. I can refresh your memory. Uh, the affidavit says that passengers saw the man, Martin, exposing himself and engaging in sexual acts with Strobel despite warnings from flight attendants. Yes, that was when she was giving him the jobs of blow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Martin, since then, uh, things didn't have not panned out well for him. Apparently, they both lost their jobs, because, and they're both deeply embarrassed. 
Don't give yourself a don't you know give somebody an out in the open blowjob on a commercial airline. Yeah, I believe uh, it was twice. I think it was twice because they were told to stop once and then she did it again and yeah. then she pulled out her boob or something, right? Yeah, something I like that. I think it was yeah. that. Yeah. But on the other hand, all of those people sat there and watched mm. the entire flight. Sat there and watched it. Yeah. And clearly, we're not too bothered to watch, but then complain afterwards. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't know if they're losing their jobs has one thing to do with the other. I know that the guy at the winery, I don't think he owned the winery. Because if he owned the winery, he's not going to fire himself from the winery. But, you know, then again, who knows? So it doesn't give a lot of details on that. But in a statement that Martin released, Christopher Martin, who was receiving said blowjobs on the airplane, said that he uh, apologizes for those he hurt and offended. Isn't that the same name as the guy from... Uh, yes, from Coldplay? Yeah, from Coldplay. Yeah. Right, I just have some. I, I have random smatterings today. I found this very interesting. I didn't really know how to work it into World of Crazy, so I'm just going to say it. Okay, Greg. A new study has come out about lab rats, and I thought this was very interesting. A new study has been reported that Oreo cookies are coming out as being highly addictive. In fact, as addictive as cocaine. What lab rats? When comparing Oreos and cocaine. They're exactly, they are as addictive as lab rats who do cocaine. And wow. but particularly the creamy centers of the Oreos. So eating the sugary treats activates more neurons in the brain's pleasure center than the drugs, than drugs such as cocaine and other drugs. So uh, the research is supporting the theory that high fat, high sugar foods stimulate the brain in the same way that drugs do. So they're speculating this may be one reason people have trouble staying away from these kind of sweets and may be contributing to the obesity epidemic. Wow. So what they did is they put hungry mat- rats into a race uh, into a maze. On one side they put rice cakes, the other side they put Oreo cookies. Uh, so the rats kind of stayed away from the rice cakes. Well, yeah, but that's not surprising. Yeah. Well, they smelled both of them and then ended up uh, binging on the Oreo cookies. More than they would binge on cocaine yeah, that was offered? Th- yeah, so rats seemed to like the cookies uh, almost as much as they liked the cocaine when they were tested on it. Uh, so, um, uh, so they actually took the rice cakes out and they replaced them with cocaine. And then they, uh, they had the Oreos and cocaine. Where do people? Where do drug producers get the cocaine for these tests? Uh, there's probably no. I'm thinking about that. Um, I guess they can make it. No, there's probably some like uh, stipulation for like for research purposes where they can for research import, purposes only some yeah from. Bolivia or something I don't know Yeah so when the rats Are put into the maze uh, With on one side There's uh, Oreos The other side cocaine Actually more of the rats Went to go get the creamy Insides of the Oreo More than they did Go to get the cocaine And also just like Most humans The rats ate The creamy center first Stay away from Oreos I don't really like Oreos anyway I love Oreos I don't eat them very much But when I do I love them I'll have mint Oreo Blizzards occasionally Mint Oreo cookies Are so good Those are pretty good all right, so there you go. Clean, I just found that fascinating. Clean my room obsessively afterwards. And now we venture to Florida. Florida. Three stories out of Florida. First of which is from Palm Bay, Florida. First three letters. Uh, first three words of this sentence. Port St. Lucie. No, that was a oh, good. Oh, it's from guess. Palm Bay, though. I didn't Palm know. Palm Bay. What would be the first? A Florida man. Thank you. A Florida man. Has been, thank you for everyone who sent this to me, too, by the way. I got this many times. So always send me these kind of stories. A Florida man who was hospitalized with serious burns uh, that he suffered while decorating his home for Halloween Tuesday night has been placed in not critical condition now following the burns. But this is why he got them. So according to his wife and his friends, the 50-year-old man in Palm Bay, Florida, 
was decorating his front yard for Halloween. That was when he decided to pick up a gas can and light a wooden cross that he had placed in the front yard on fire as a joke. And that's when he accidentally set himself on fire right, in Palm Bay home. That's always the best joke. Yes. So he ah, tried to surprise. He tried to light a cross on fire in his front yard and in turn lit himself on fire. That could have, that was very close to a Darwin watch. What else does he find hilarious? <laughs> Investigators say the man's wife uh, used a water hose to douse the flames. The man was taken to the medical center with burns over 40% of his body and suffered second degree burns to his upper torso. Police say the man had been drinking. His name has not been released. I wore an SS uniform to work. Ha ha ha! Joke! I'm hilarious! Funny! Yeah, that's a little bit of a. That's some, uh, that's mean, some comeuppance uh, right yeah, there. I don't know. I'm not going to try to light a cross on fire in your front yard, and yeah. then you end up lighting yourself on fire. That shit's pretty funny. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Florida story number two. Out of Deland, Florida. Greg, give me the first three words. Port St. Lucie? No. A Florida man. A Florida man has been charged with lewd or lascivious uh, exhibition for masturbating in plain view on a passenger train. Uh, The man's name is Daniel Michael of Marathon, Florida, and he's accused of exposing himself on said train. So what happened was this. Uh, The sheriff's office was dispatched to an Amtrak station just west of Deland Tuesday morning. So this happened this past Tuesday after the conductor reported the alleged incident to Amtrak authorities. Uh, An Amtrak agent called the sheriff's office saying the train was due to the station in just a few minutes. So when deputies finally got to the station, when the Amtrak was arriving, the train had arrived and they talked to a passenger in the coach section who allegedly said that while he was trying to sleep, the man in the seat next to him, who turned out to be Daniel Michael, was masturbating in the seat next to him. Oh, like the direct seat next to him? Next to him. Oh, that's... The witness said that Michael then got up while still exposed and walked down the the aisle to the bathroom to finish the act. He was Uh, doing a drive-by whacking? He did. Well, he was apparently... A walk-by whacking? He thought he might have been disturbing, so I think he he went to the bathroom to finish his business. Excuse me, don't mind me. I'm going to... I was going to go finish this My bad. I'm going to go ahead and just uh, step out of the way. (laughs) 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 I'll finish up over here. My my, uh, apologies, I... Thought you wouldn't mind, but... <laughs> well, according to deputies, when they questioned Daniel Michael... Stop it. I hate it when you do that noise. Stop it. According to deputies... Greg, stop it. Stop it. According to deputies, uh, Daniel Michael's explanation was that the covers were moving back and forth on his uh, on his lap because he wasn't masturbating. His stomach was just itchy. Deputies say that See, after... that's co- what happens. To, that's what's going on with me right now. My stomach's just sore. That's all that's happening. Oh, God. My, my stomach's sore. I think that it might be creeping into your brain because in no way it was that even remotely funny. Deputies say that he later acknowledged to them that he might have accidentally ejaculated on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Daniel Michael has been arrested and uh, he is currently in jail. Yeah, I don't know what you were trying to say with the sore stomach and the itching stomach thing, Greg. Oh, I was trying to say, if I'm out in public, no, it's just my stomach's sore. Oh, my God. You know what you're... I don't even think you know what you're saying. All right. I didn't do anything. I don't know what you're talking about.
And finally, I thought that this went out like a year ago, but apparently it's still in style in Florida. And Greg, why don't you start the story for me? Port St. Lucie? I hate you. A Florida man? I'm going to kick you in the stomach. (laughs) I'm going to restart everything you started yesterday. A Florida man has been charged with practicing medicine without a license after being accused of injecting silicone into the buttocks of men and women in a hotel. This story is from this week. It is not from 2012. Why do people keep doing this? Is it is it because there are so many successful hotel room butt injections it that we only be. hear? Maybe there is some huge underground successful butt injection hotel thing that we don't know. Men do, John even huh? called butt injections, yeah. Men did this? Men and women in a hotel room. So this man's name is Matthew Joseph Schultz. 38 years young. Uh, he was operating, huh, loose term, uh, operating out of two rooms at the La Quinta Inn in Plantation, Florida. Uh, acting on a tip, detectives went to the hotel and interviewed a woman who was leaving after receiving a silicone injection in her eyebrow for 100 American uh, American dollars. You let somebody shove a needle in a hotel room into your eye. For $100. All right, so Ma- uh, so Matthew jo- Joseph Schultz and his uh, companion, also William Maccabee, uh, were both found inside a hotel room with 15 bottles of silicone, 51 bottles of injectable lidocaine, syringes, needles, bloody gauze, latex gloves, pantyhose, scissors, glue, and $18,000 in cash in a suitcase. Wow. The, t- the pair told detectives... That they both worked on the patients, uh, but one of the guys said that he denied administering the injections himself, so he's totally throwing his buddy under the uh, (laughs) table. Wasn't me. I didn't know what he was doing. Uh, So apparently patients who were looking for hotel butt injections were charged uh, around $1,200, and an average of six patients per day were treated. How much is is a regular certified butt injection? I'm sure it's a lot more than that. More than $1,200. Why does it matter? I'm I'm just... Mind-boggling. Does it last forever, or does it go away? No, this is the one. Remember the the person who like killed somebody because they. Oh put, yeah. Yeah. No, these are like say these are injections of things that you probably should not be sticking inside your body. This is in a hotel room. Would you ever get a butt injection? Are you kidding me? You've asked me this before. I swear that's going to your brain. What is wrong with you? My stomach hurts. Anyway, so there you go. I just want to say, I, I said it last year, I'll say it again. Don't get, well, A, don't get butt injections. B, don't get them in a hotel. C, don't get them in a hotel in Florida. And that, my friends, is your world crazy. Sarah's just shaking your head at me right now. I am. I, I actually am. Well, then you're going to shake your head at this because... Just as long as you're not shaking your head in here. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Don't forget, if you got to buy anything from Amazon, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Click on the Amazon link right at the top of the page. That's it. One extra click. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Amazon link. 
you're going to buy anything from Amazon for work or home. Maybe they even sell butt injections on there. Or butt enhancers. Maybe we... Well, it's up to you. Whatever you want to buy off of Amazon, if it makes it on there, I'm sure it's certifiable. We won't see what it is. Nope. But you should get it there. Yep. Just click on funemploymentradio.com first, <laughs> then click the Amazon link. All right. Oh, um, God. It's a potpourri of balls. Oh, okay. It's just some just some random ones. Um, I do have this. So this is also a report that has come out. Uh, referencing and... These are called uh, sports supplements. So those are the, the supplements that you get at like GNC and, and different kinds of stores, you know, like creatine and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Well, this is referencing one that um, is, has now been pulled from Walmart's online store and a few other places. It's called Craze. Craze is essentially it's a mainstream sports supplement that has never been studied in humans, yet is being sold <laughs> what? at... These, uh, these, you know, health stores. It isn't like an energy, like, if it's called craze, it isn't like bath salts in a can, is it? Well, it's uh, essentially what it is, uh, what is it? it turns out that it's made. So it, it's supposed to make you, give you a lot of energy to work out. It's described as a stimulant um, with effects that are, as it says, as the study has now found, Similar to methamphetamine. <laughs> so, craze... Pump yourself full of meth and let's go work out. That's essentially it. Oh, my God. Um, it's being said that it might make you feel be- better or have you more pumped up in your workout, but the risks you might be putting your body under of heart attack and stroke are completely unknown. So, this is something that apparently made it onto the shelves without going through the FDA, without going through any kind of screening, never studied on humans, and is essentially methamphetamine in a bottle. Wow. Yes. Wow. So if you... Is it, have they pulled it off the shelves? Uh, they they have pulled it off the shelves of, of numerous stores. It sounds like... Um, sounds like it's still available on some online stores. But I, I imagine by now it's being pulled. Yeah, I'm looking at this. All these like roided up people. Like It's just their big way. I've using, been using Craze for my morning pre-workout supplement. And I've had great results. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel incredible. I've noticed that I did not feel hungry at all the entire day and still had a lot of energy. <laughs> I now have an affinity for lawnmowers <laughs> and machine parts. So there we go. Moving on in ball talk. Wow. In our potpourri of balls. So where did you say you could get this? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a sophomore wide receiver, Trey Matoyer, sophomore wide receiver for Oklahoma, for the University of Oklahoma, has been... Suspended and ch- suspended from the team and charged Tuesday with two felony counts of indecent exposure in Cleveland County. Uh oh. Apparently, what <laughs> this kind of relates back to one of your world of crazy stories. What uh, this gentleman has a problem with is don't dip your foot in my crazy pond. What does he do? Did he eat someone's face? Did he give someone a butt injection? He masturbates in public. <laughs> he is an alleged serial <laughs> masturbator. Now, this comes from TMZ. So, he was a five-star recruit out of high school. Uh, so, very, very good wide receiver. On uh, August 29th, someone called police in Norman, Oklahoma, to report a man wearing a blue shirt and blue pants pleasuring himself inside of a red Pontiac Grand Am. I love the phrase, pleasuring himself. It's On September funny. 17th, it's like making love. another woman called police saying Matoyer approached her while she was walking her dog and asked to borrow a pen. She went inside her apartment to grab it, and when she returned outside, surprise, he was at the front door masturbating. 
The woman said Trey then asked her if she would want the pen back. Wow. Now, police say he initially denied the allegations, but later acknowledged them and said the incidents were a mistake and it was clearly and he was not thinking clearly at the time. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh boy. Oh man. Oh, not again. In the doghouse this time. So there we go. Serial masturbator. Arrested. Moving on to ball talk. Uh, we've got this. This is a Craigslist ad. It's potpourri of balls today. We're I like still it. a little smattering. Um, this comes from a Craigslist ad out of Cleveland, Ohio, where a man has posted an ad advertising a position with the Cleveland Browns to play quarterback. So a lot of Browns fans are not happy with their quarterback, Brandon Whedon. He's, uh, I believe, their current quarterback. They've gone through quite a few up there. And uh, his, his post said this. Hello, and thanks for reading. Have you played pro football, college ball, high school, peewee? Have you played Madden before? Do you, do you sort of kind of know some of the rules of football? If yes, keep reading. If no, well, also keep reading. We will take anyone. This could in, turn into a regular gig for the right person. He goes on to explain how uh, they are advertising for a new quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, and they will basically accept anyone. Wow. Yeah. Are you going to try and go for it? I could probably do all right. I'm yeah. a, I, this is one thing where being short might be a disadvantage, but that's the only thing that would be a disadvantage. Otherwise, I'm sure that I would be able to, you know, completely participate. Sure. In this. Uh, the ad goes on to say the Cleveland Browns, as you may have noticed, are having problems scoring points on offense consistently. We have, we are deciding that we actually want to win this year and that we have a real shot at it too. We are expecting maybe one third of those wins for the whole year, but somehow we have a shot still. Here's the thing. Our defense is sick, nasty, but we've got problems under center. Well, one problem, Brandon Whedon. If you're sick of seeing desperation desperation heaves to the sidelines, countless sacks after superb coverage, and underheaded lightly tossed interceptions in the fourth quarter, then please come apply. If you can throw a ball, come apply. If you can't, come anyway. We can teach you the basics, throwing the ball to the guy that has the same color shirt as you, throwing the ball reasonably close to a receiver that's wide open, throwing the ball more than three yards in third and 16. Think you got what it takes? Come on down. You're the next contestant on Cleveland quarterbacks. So that has what uh, this is what he has posted. Advertising for a new quarterback. <laughs> Cleveland fans are funny because their team usually sucks, but their fans um, they're pretty funny about they're it. They're hardcore. They're they're hardcore and they're uh, they're pretty funny. Well, like that guy who was a Cleveland Browns fan his entire life, and when he passed away, one of the, one of the things that he wrote for his. Um, for for his funeral, what that he had been planning out before he passed away was that he wanted to have uh, the Paul Bears be Cleveland Brown Browns players so they could let him down one last time. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's pretty damn. Wow. Funny. It's pretty damn funny. So there we go. And finally, in ball talk, we have this. This comes out about the news about the University of Oregon. So the University of Oregon taking on Washington State University this weekend in Eugene. University of Oregon, of course, ranked number two. And they have announced that they will be wearing pink uniforms this weekend to uh, to raise awareness for, for breast cancer. Which I think is awesome. I know I've been seeing them get a lot of guff for it. I think those are pretty sweet looking outfits. Yeah, it's uh, bright pink helmets, gloves, shoes, and I believe like part of the... And socks. Yeah, like socks, socks are like well. the bottom part of the tight is gonna, yeah. tights are going to be pink and then the rest will be black. They're, they're pretty slick looking and honestly, you know, most teams aren't going to be able to do this. That's probably hundreds of thousands of dollars worth that Nike spent just oh, yeah. to have them, have, have them be able to wear these uniforms. Most teams are not going to be able to do that. But since Nike's doing it, uh, you know what? 
I, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Good good for them. At least they're spending their money on raising awareness for something. And then after the game, uh, all of the equipment will be auctioned off, and uh, the money will go to breast cancer research. Okay, all right, that makes more sense then. You know, I mean. There's sure there's other things they could do, but I mean at the bottom line, it's helping out a good cause. It is. So you can't I mean, get if too they can mad donate about it. the if I mean if, if they're raising any money, if or Nike any has awareness. money to spend on that, and then they in turn can auction it off and make money for a good cause from it. That's that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's a lot of advertising. They're a very high profile team right now. So hey, oh, it God. can't hurt. They oh shit, they're playing uh, WSU this weekend, aren't they? Oh yeah, the Cougars are going to be destroyed. Oh man. If Oregon State beats them fifty-two to twenty-four, well, I was going to say I kind of wanted to watch the like the pink helmets, but I mean, and that's going to be, but I don't want to watch them beat WSU. Oh well. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna lose very 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 bad. I know. Okay. Seventy-two to zero. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Now I do have one last thing. What do you mean one last thing? One last thing that I felt. It's necessary to bring the light. I had several people email me this and send me this, several which peoples. I appreciate. Several, several peoples. Mm-hmm. All your peoples. So Greg at funemploymentradio.com. Sarah? Yes? We got ourselves a Squatch Watch. Oh, God. Oops. It would help. Damn it. Ultimate fail. I can hear it. There we go. Sarah? Yes, Greg? We have ourselves a Squatch Watch. I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right. Oh, my God. Here we go. This news comes out via CNN is where I saw this story. And it has to do with the Yeti, Sarah. Now, the Yeti, of course, is the Himalayan Asian version of the Bigfoot or the Sasquatch. And there's new research that came out by a UK geneticist that may have unlocked Not a UK geneticist. Oh my the God. truth about the Yeti. Is a Yeti a no, Sasquatch? Kind of, yes, a Yeti. Is a Sasquatch a Bigfoot? Yeti's a, a snow Sasquatch in the Himalayan mountains. It's a snow Squatch. Uh, so, oh, those are the ones like on the Matterhorn. Mm, yes, abom- abominable snowman. Yeah, like an abom- yeah, that's kind of kind of along like those lines. Like a hairy abominable snowman. Mm-hmm, snow wow, I can't believe I said that without fucking that up. Snow Squatch. Snow squatch. All right, snow squatches. Tell me more. Snow squatches. So what this uh, geneticist has said is that they analyzed two hair samples that they found up in the Himalayas uh, from two completely different locations, and they were mysterious samples. They were found 800 miles apart, one in the Ladakh region, the other in Bhutan, and nobody knew what they were. They, they, didn't, they didn't pass any kind of a test, so nobody could really understand. So they did a, a very extensive test on it, and to the surprise... Of the uh, of the geneticist, the testing found a 100 percent match with a polar bear jawbone found in Svalbard. Now there are no polar bears in the Himalayas that are known. The it, now Svalbard is the northernmost part of Norway. That uh, and this ancient polar bear that it matched dates back between 40 and 120 thousand years. So what they're saying is that the Yetis may in fact be a polar bear of some sort or an ancient bear that still lives in the mountains. And it's been mistaken as a squatch. So what you're saying is they found a jawbone of an old no, polar the bear. Hairs matched an ancient. The current hairs matched an ancient jawbone of a polar bear that they thought was extinct. Okay. So they're saying it could be 
a polar bear, some ancient polar bear that's running around up in the woods being mistaken as a, as a Yeti. Okay. That's very that's exciting. I say this man is wrong. It's clearly a Yeti, and this is a cover-up. But nonetheless, this has been the news. That's what the news coming out. I thought you would want to know. Thank you, Greg. This has been your Squatch Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! Also, I want to say thank you to... Um, in the last couple of days, I've received two different uh, packages in the mail from listeners sending me stuff with Sasquatch. So I believe it was... And I apologize, I don't have the envelope in front of me. I believe it was Tina from Tillamook who sent me a flyer for a Sasquatch uh, beer festival that's oh. going on. It's going on on the coast. Awesome. Thank you very much. She just said thinking of you when I saw this and sent <laughs> mailed that in. And then also big thank you to Nick who sent in um, a bunch of Sasquatch branded shirts and hats. Did I get a Sasquatch branded shirt? No, he actually wrote in there he didn't think you would want that. I Why would, would you want Sasquatch that. stuff? You hate Sasquatch. I, lo- I would like to wear Sasquatch you stuff. You claimed you would shoot a Sasquatch on site if that you saw maybe one. Maybe if I had some Sasquatch garb, then I would not feel as compelled to kill a Sasquatch. Well, nonetheless, sorry. Only Sasquatch lovers get Sasquatch here. All right, well, what I'm saying is if, if, if he wrote you a note saying that I didn't want Sasquatch stuff, no, 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 you're mistaken. I would love Sasquatch stuff. I'm a women's large. Send us an email, footemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Big thank you to Frank Caliendo. Yes. Going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. And all of those things, awesomeness. Yes, so many awesomeness things. Also, uh, All uh, All Jane No Dick starts tonight. Yes. So you can find more about that at their website. Yep, alljanenodick.com. Lots of stuff happening. And coming up later on on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Guys and Balls about 7.30 p.m. They're going to have a representative from uh, from Portland's new Arena Football League team is going to be coming in studio. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so they'll be having that. uh, That will be about 7.30 p.m. right here live on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Awesome. Yes, indeed. Thank you, everyone, for being so awesome. You guys are very, 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 very cool. And special to us. Yes. And we love you long time. Mm-hmm. One of our listeners actually got a message from Anton from Asylum on Hawthorne. Uh-huh. On 37th Hawthorne said one of our listeners just came in the other day and thanked him for advertising with us. Oh, thank you. Asylum, oh. 37th and Hawthorne. Thank you so much. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>